Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. I think there are a few that could have been better. There's just certain instances where the game gets harder when you play a team that's, you know, as aggressive as they are. So a few shots could have been better. But overall, you know, as far as the threes, I'm most okay with most of them or pretty much all of them. Could have been a little better. Donovan Mitchell after the game against the Lakers. The Jazz announcing yesterday he's been placed into concussion protocols. He had symptoms that they say manifested in the loss in L.A. on Monday. The contact that caused the concussion happened in the second quarter. So, PK, no Donovan Mitchell tonight. I have said this before. I'll say it again. They should be able to win without him. Obviously, they've been shorthanded and lost games before, recently against Detroit and Indiana, earlier this year against Orlando. So we've been down this road before, but they ought to have enough talent to handle Houston. Yeah, it's different when they are without Gobert because they don't have really anybody to replace him, replace him where they have people who can replace Mitchell offensively on a limited basis of course you want him in the lineup he's a very good player an all-star and I think he'll be an all-star again this year but you know, I would assume Joe slides into the starting lineup and away they go Houston's not a very good team although they got some nice young pieces I'll give him that but it shouldn't add up to a win on the road against a Jazz team that has still got guys who can score Correct. Yeah, and I totally agree. They're shorthanded, but they're not that shorthanded. So we'll see what happens tonight, see how the Jazz handle this. 7 o'clock, the tip time. Uh, how long will Mitch will be out? We see NFL guys, you know, out for a week. The Jazz have the Pistons coming up on Friday. Then the schedule gets real interesting with the Warriors and the Suns out there. I think if I'm Quinn Snyder, I go to him and I say, this is your time, Elijah Hughes. No, I don't think you do. You saw what he did against Toronto. Now you're just telling me he can't do it in the U.S.? He's just a foreign guy? <laughs> you think it has to do with international borders? <laughs> well, he played at Syracuse. That's up there. That's close by, you know? That is. That's not very far away. <laughs> Good point. All right, the Jazz back in action tonight. It's the Rockets. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Pre-game show at 6 o'clock on the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. Curry gets it wide open left corner, and that's money for him. Cold hard cash, and Dwayne Casey, the first one to crack, he'll call the timeout. Warriors lead by 16. Curry's got 11. Where will the Wolves turn? 109-108, they trail by one. D'Lo's got it inside of midcourt, guarded by Alec Burks. To his left, Anthony Edwards now with it. Shot clock is down to 10. Bounce pass, Towns, top of the key. Gets Julius Randle, takes the dribble, left-handed, down the lane, up off glass, counted for two. Fournier up top, off the Randle screen, curls into the paint. Runs up the shot. Off glass, no. Rebound loose. Alec Burks has it. He steps back on a three. Fires, no. But a whistle. There is no foul. It's a Timberwolves victory. Minnesota holds on to beat the Knicks. That was former Jazz man Alec Burks with a potential game tire there. It doesn't go. Carl Anthony Towns, New Jersey guy. Returns to the Big Apple and leads the Wolves to the win, 112-110. I like that, a game tire. Not a game-tying shot, but a game tire. A game tire. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's an interesting way of phrasing it. Uh, Minnesota's got something going on, finally. (laughs) You haven't wanted to say that. You haven't wanted to hear that. I thought they were overrated. But when you look at Edwards, Towns, Russell, Beverly's not a great player. Uh... Maybe Beasley off the bench a little bit. I, I, they got a decent nucleus. I mean, they're only 22 and 22, but for them, that's a significant improvement. You know, I don't know if they're going to keep these guys or if they can add to it a little bit, but I, I think they got to at least finally have a decent nucleus that can grow up a little bit together. How much of that is the talent they have, and how much of that is that the teams that are traditionally in front of them have been gutted by injuries? Uh, I think Edwards and Towns and Russell are good players. Blazers, Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets. 
have all slipped because of injuries. That's opened yeah, okay, the door for Minnesota. Sure, but you never you don't go back and look at Blazers, Clippers, and Nuggets I'm, before. Right. Did they get better because, because other the teams wolves. slipped? Because the Wolves had injuries. Yeah. I mean, we just play that. That's a one-way street that everybody plays. And I don't play on one-way streets, buddy. <laughs> Warriors blow out the Pistons 102-86, to a 16-point win. But that was uh, – that, that league got up over 20 in the first half. That was huge, and the Warriors cruise in the second half. Clay Thompson, basically point-a-minute guy there, PK. He was firing. Uh, and I turned that off. He <laughs> couldn't be bothered. There was no kind of competition there. There really, really wasn't. Was Speaking that? of one-way streets, way back when, I think my first year on the beat for the Watchdog with the Utes, I was with Doug Robinson at D-News, and we came out of a restaurant in the uh, Colorado or Fort Collins area, and it was dark, and we got turned around a little bit, and we started to go down a one-way street, and uh, immediately got pulled over. And we're in a rental car, and Doug's driving, and it's dark, as I say, and he can't figure out where the remote is to uh, roll down the window. <laughs> oh, that's good. So, I wonder what the wonder what the cops are assuming. Hi, officer. So we got it taken care of, and we told them, and the police officer uh, used common sense and uh, bought it, and away we went. But for a minute there, it was a little <laughs> nervous. And then, of course, years later, you laugh about it. Driving down a one-way street, and you can't lower the window. Yeah, and we weren't going, and it was a side street. It wasn't like it was a big street where yeah. there was all sorts of traffic or anything. If I remember, it was like basically almost an alley behind some restaurants because they had a parking lot there. So it was—it wasn't anything major by any stretch. All right, we'll keep our eye on Clay Thompson. Jazz are going to see him on the weekend, and the uh, the comeback continues. Twenty-one points in twenty-two minutes as the Warriors beat the Pistons. And after the Jazz play the Rockets, those will be the Jazz next two opponents right there: the Pistons and the Warriors. Denver Nuggets, San Antonio Spurs, Boston Celtics, a three-way deal. Nuggets get Bryn Forbes. They get some three-point shooting. Celtics get some cap relief. The Nuggets are sending Bull Bull and P.J. Dozier to the Celtics. So they don't want Bull squared, huh? Apparently not. They've tried to trade him (laughs) twice now. The first time, uh, return to sender. Toronto's like, no, his foot's jacked up. He fails the physical. We're not doing the trade. We're out. Well, he had that issue in college, too. I mean, he barely played right for Oregon, was it? Yeah, he missed uh, basically a full year. I think he played six games or something like that. Is his nickname Curtis Borchard? (laughs) Hey-oh! DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Aggies on the road. Aggies in front. Aggies up by 10 at the half. But Fresno State comes back and wins the game 61-54. to And the Aggies take the L in Fresno. They leave town with a 10-8 record. That was disappointing, up by 10 at halftime. And, and Bean had only had two points at halftime. And you're thinking this, hey, he'll get going. They've got the lead. But yeah. it didn't happen. He finished with 10 points on 4 of 13 shooting, one of his worst games of the year. He has really scored it for them this year and done other stuff, too. Oh, yeah, he's a double-double machine. Yeah. But 10 points, two rebounds, no assists, and three steals in this one for Bean. And the Aggies can't hold that lead. A 40-23 to 23 second half. Fresno dominates the second half. They win. They improve to 13-4. and four. Mountain West looking, you think a three-bid league this year, PK? Colorado State and San Diego State in, and they've got enough teams playing well that as they beat each other up, whoever gets the advantage there will be end up being the third team. I suppose it's possible, too, and then you have to see what the other leagues. It doesn't look like uh, Oregon's gotten hot, speaking of Oregon basketball. I mean, they sucked earlier in the season, and Mm -hmm. then they went to L.A. and had that sweep of two highly ranked teams. So you're looking at Arizona and both L.A.'s unless they fall apart. And then uh, if Oregon can keep winning, I mean, very impressive road wins. Those are two of the better road wins that you're going to get anywhere. Oregon could be a fourth team for the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah, unless uh, somebody else uh, gets high. Colorado, 
Colorado's always a lurker with the NCAA tournament, it seems. Like, seems like they're always in contention. They're never a slam dunk uh, to get in. Uh, sometimes they do get in, but they seem to always be decent. Well, in the Mountain West, CSU is off to that 13-1 start. And the Aztecs are 10-3, and but... Wyoming just came through and beat Utah State. They're only a two-loss team right now. Fresno just improved to 13-4 with that win. So, you got some teams. Boise yeah, State's, I guess so. Boise State's also 13-4 like Fresno. I don't think all five are going to make it. I mean, somebody's going to get beaten down and all of that. And, but I would think they're, the third team ought to be in pretty good shape. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I'm excited about that challenge. Those of us that are competitors are. It makes you uneasy. But I've learned to run to those challenges. Um, I've learned to appreciate those challenges. The uncertainty surrounding them is inspiring to me in terms of producing work. Mike Tomlin, I'm beginning the process of finding Big Ben's replacement. Yeah, he can say that, and I take him at 100% in terms of sincerity, but at the same time, he also has virtually 100% job security. Does make it easier. Yeah, so if he wants to coach, he knows he's coaching pretty much for as long as he wants to coach, and if it should not be in Pittsburgh, if he would ever happen that he would leave, it doesn't look that way, but I think he would be like an Andy Reid and be on the market for about 10 minutes. Yes, totally agree. That story about Andy, that there were multiple owners who sent their private jets to the airport to pick him up, they were not waiting. He got on the Chiefs plane, and (laughs) and we know how that worked out. And I wonder if it'll be a similar deal. Will they acquire somebody who can keep them at a playoff caliber level, which is what the Chiefs did. They went and got Alex Smith from the Niners, and so that made them routinely a playoff team. And then they waited, they found their guy, they moved on from Alex, and they got the guy who made them a Super Bowl caliber team. Well, that's the best situation. Yeah. Get somebody who's good that can keep you competitive, draft somebody, have them sit for a year, and then, wow, right. away you go. I don't know that that can be recreated. Every team in the history of the NFL would sign off for that. Well, if, when you're losing a Hall of Famer and yeah. that's the way you do it. Pittsburgh, uh, Denver. A lot of the AFC has young quarterbacks. I don't think they'll be in the quarterback market. Maybe a team like Cleveland would choose to move on from Baker Mayfield, but there's a lot of it. I think everybody else in the Steeler division, all those quarterbacks have reps, and they're all 26 or younger. There's a lot of 25- and 26-year-old quarterbacks, and then there's some guys even younger than that uh, in the AFC right now. But the Bengals with Burrow. Lamar Jackson, despite the fact it seems like he's played for a long time, is still mid-20s in Baltimore. So... That division's got a lot of good quarterbacks, and the Steelers are going to have to go find one. Maybe maybe Russell will be available. Russell who? Russell Wilson. Oh, he's not one Russell, word. Huh? He's not a one-word quarterback. He's got to be <laughs> Russell Wilson. Garoppolo. Jimmy. Give me Jimmy. Might be available. Yock's scrunching up his nose. He's over, Jimmy. Have fun with him. <laughs> well, you got to get somebody. I mean, like, Cincinnati's yeah, not I'm giving aware. you Joe Burrow. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they've got first, some bodies. That's, that's, that's not a problem. Anywhere. They yeah. already have some bodies. Promote from within. Stay with your guys. That's why you've been grooming well, second and third Rudolph and uh, yeah. the Haskins, Haskins kid Wayne is Haskins, yeah. there. So they got bodies. Seattle Seahawks have fired defensive coordinator Ken Norton Jr. and defensive passing game coordinator Andre Curtis. Significant shakeup to Pete Carroll's coaching staff on the heels of the team's worst season in more than a decade. You go, then I go. Yeah, right. Uh, it's going to be you or me. Well, we might as well start with you. <laughs> me will come later. Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott apologizing for his post-game comments, fans throwing things. Uh, in anger. So he tweeted, I deeply, well, he said it was sad that things were, people were throwing stuff at his teammates. And then people said, oh, no, they're not throwing your teammates, they're throwing your officials. He said, well, credit to them then, credit to them. So he tweeted yesterday, I deeply regret the comments I made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. I was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss. My words were uncalled for and unfair. He went on, but you get the gist of it. Please don't find me. 
Uh, they, well, I mean, he's got so much money, I don't know that that's going to matter. But, at, you know, at the same time, he's in the heat of the moment. Uh, he had some issues in college, but I think in the pros, as far as we know, it's, it's not like it's Zeke Elliott here. So, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Lincoln Riley finding a new USC football team in the transfer portal. Put together, I don't know, an all-star team? Or at least guys with potential to be an all-star team? Brendan Rice, son of Jerry Rice, the GOAT, has been at Colorado. They had quarterback issues. He had 21 catches for 299 yards and three TDs. He's big and he's fast. He looks the part. The potential is there. Needs a better quarterback. They're taking him, so not the only wide receiver transfer uh, they're taking. Yeah, I don't know that he's a big difference maker. Three-star prospect out of Chandler, Arizona. Oh, another kid who didn't stay home. Yep, exactly. <laughs> a dime a dozen. Sun Devils got one of your Aztec linemen. What? Yeah. Keep your hands off our linemen. He's, he, was a, he started every game. You got a quarterback, though. Uh, yeah, they need offensive linemen. I think they lost three of the five. I'm just talking uh, about DJ Braxton Burmeister. Needed it because the two guys they had last year both took off. Yeah. And then they, uh, the Devils got a uh, quarterback, uh, Bear Bryant's great-grandson from Alabama. Correct. He's uh, Tyson, I think his name is. He didn't play. So he's I, I get the guys who don't play, but like this this lineman here from Center State started every game. You had success. It just doesn't make any sense to me. They tell you you got to go to a power five and prove no, yourself you against a higher level of competition. Well, that that they beat higher level I know, of competition. I know if they you did. Buy into that. <laughs> we've we've often said that the best of the Mountain West is can compete whatever teams that might be sometimes they rotate obviously Boise and, and the Aztecs here recently or whoever it might be they can compete favorably at least in the middle of the Pac-12 I think that is borne out many many times over I, I just I don't understand these guys and I don't know his situation at all so I can't really speak to it I'm just speaking generally as to somebody who's playing I get if you're not playing but somebody who's starting every game and you had a fine season and they go 11-2 and two or something like that uh You'd think that you'd ride it out and be one of their better alumni, but you're going to switch. It's not like you're going to a premier program by any stretch. The Hammers got him fifth, man. He picked the Devils fifth behind Arizona. You the other day, what, you got him second? I'm thinking, you nuts? What are you smoking? I mean, at least if you're going to build them up so I can't brag, they got to be halfway second. good. Utah and USC are going to be picked in the top two. <laughs> Okay, you had him third. UCLA or Arizona. I did ask you, UCLA or ASU for third. Uh, I told you, no but way. But the hammer worked in Tucson. You say he always downgrades the Devils just because he says fifth. He's syndicated now, brother. Oh, wow. I'm wow. not syndicated. Jay Drew won the award, and I, I give you my deepest condolences. I thought you handled it so classy. You were like, uh, I'm going to start calling you Hillary. You got beat. You, if you phoned the the winner and you said congratulations, you went on social media said congratulations. You handled it so very well. You masked your bitter disappointment for not getting broadcast of the year. Absolute joke, because I thought of all the years, 2021 was your best by far. You did some phenomenal work. And most of the time, you had to do it without me. Sure, all those years, I made you look great. I got canned in March, so you had not Nine months without me, without your anchor, and you still came through, and you didn't win. It's a travesty. You done? And the hammer syndicated. He, he is syndicated. All right. Find <laughs> your niche. To, go to town. He did it. And his Twitter, he lists all places where he's syndicated. Of course, the first one he lists is KSL.com. Some of the greatest writers in the history of writing write for that <laughs> organization. Uh, where else is he syndicated? I forgot, but uh, I saw it. Uh, it showed up on my Yahoo, and then I clicked on it, and then I thought, uh, oh, I could probably find a copy of it. Uh, he would link it, and so then I went to his things. I don't follow him. And uh, all right, you ready for the there. list? 
Yeah, okay. It's a bunch, isn't it? Syndicated via KSL.com, Denver Post Sports, Spokesman Sports, Seattle Times Sports, Oregon Live, Sports 360 AZ, Tucson Star, and LA Daily News. Yeah, that's most of the conference right there, right? And he's always in the Bay Area News. He's in the Bay Area now, yeah. I hope he's getting paid for that. But, let, let, I mean, he's really good. But I'm telling you, he ain't writing a piece that's going to have 300,000 page views. <laughs> and I still don't win no award. 300,000 pages. You talk about setting records. Mod on. Was that a piece that I wrote? 300,000. That's like some of the great numbers. You know, you talk about 3,000 strikeouts. Uh, what? 3,000 hits. 300,000, Sniggy and Yach. Anytime I say 300,000, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you used to get a buck a page view. Now you're getting two bucks a page view after your crazy yep. negotiations. Buck 75. Yeah, I wanted two. They wanted 150. You're going to uh, you're gonna have to go buy an island tomorrow. You're going to need a couple days my, off. My agent, Drew Rosenhaus, we settled at one seven, well, buck 175. Oh, I can't do that, man. We just went in between, you know. We, we came to a compromise. I'm a reasonable man. That's 525 grand. Nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, coming up, Mike Smith, jazz analyst for AT&T Sportsnet. He'll join us at 8.30 as the Jazz get ready for the Rockets tonight. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This is Unripe. Guys are doing a hell of a job. Here's what is great about what George Klipkoff said. I love the brutal honesty. I mean, if you can't look at a situation and assess it and, and call it what it is and say what it is, you're never going to improve. If you're constantly putting a Band-Aid on it and say, no, we're, we're in a good spot. We'll just, you know, just give us another year. Just give us, you know, it's a building year, you know, but, but man, next year things are going to be good. Next year never comes around. And when you can come out and make a very clear, very bold, very accurate and very honest statement, that's really kind of the first step to like making change. Unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kieran. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Hot Takes or Toast is brought to you by Zero Res. Zero Res is the only carpet cleaner for a smarter, lasting clean. Zero Res's patented process uses only water to clean, meaning no crunchy carpets and a spot-free carpet that's safe for the whole family. Schedule your carpet cleaning today by calling 801-288-9376. That's 801-288-0. Or book online at ZeroResSaltLake.com. Or if you're up north, it's ZeroResDavisWeber.com. All right, question of the day, PK. The college football season recedes over the over the horizon, and it is time now to look forward to next year. Yeah. For Who sure. you got, people? Rank the Pac-12 South. Think about it. Spring ball for the Cougars, uh, anyway, is next month. It's not that far away. Right? So it's, it's never that far away when you think about it because it's a year-round topic, particularly in our community. One of the reasons why I love working in our community is because one of my passions is always on the forefront of folks' minds. And then they've got the signing date here in a few weeks, and the transfer portal literally never ends. I mean, you can go till a week before the start of the season, really, and, and things happen. We've seen that before where – transfers come in way late and you know they might end up being a kid like Dalton Kincaid you know I didn't know jack about Dalton Kincaid when he got there but you know he's been a vital contributor to the team so it go it it literally goes on forever and then you have the the draft that these guys are prepared for and that's a big deal because everybody and their dog wants to play in the NFL of course and you know how many kids you put in the NFL that that's a that's an eye-popping statistic uh, for recruits, and we know the positions where Utah has just dominated. So, always, always on. Uh, maybe not necessarily the most front portion of the mine, if there's such a thing, but it's never that far away. The frontal lobe, 
Is that what it's called? <laughs> Something like that. That's the thing gets thrown out there. I don't know. I don't know where. I don't know where in your brain you keep your Pac-12 South way too early preseason rankings. Stash them wherever you want, PK. Well, you know when you're getting somebody who's eyeball deep into it, is it really that way early? Because we're talking to Wilner, and he's syndicated throughout the West. He's uh, sort of become the Pac-12 version of what Andy Katz did for the Mountain West, and and Andy Katz parlayed that into a big-time national gig, making pretty good money and all that stuff, and still doing it all these years later, not for ESPN, but he's got some other stuff going on. Uh, so is it really way too early? I don't believe that that's the case. I don't think that it necessarily is way too early when you're dealing with someone who's making the predictions who is just that's a significant portion of his job. You see what I'm saying? As opposed to uh, the Bleacher Report or Yahoo or ESPN National, uh, he doesn't really necessarily know specifically the dirty details the way guys who cover the conference do. I think there's a difference there is what I'm trying to say. Well, there I, is. I, I just think that the way too early comes not so much from how much someone knows or doesn't know. And you're right. There are people who follow it to different degrees. But there's only so much that can be known because you haven't seen all the recruits yet, right? There is still a February signing day. There still will be lots of activity in the transfer portal. And football, you know, you can you can fix as many positions as you want, get as many players, but you're only as good as your weakest link. And so if you've got a really good team, but you only have one corner, you can be sure every opponent is going to throw at the other corner who's the weak link. And so... Until you, you got half the field covered, man. That's <laughs> until, a great. Well, yeah. Who wouldn't take that? You're right, but until you fixed your your weakest link, there's a limit to how good you could be. Now, if you get the late transfer who fixed your weakest link, suddenly you're a lot better, uh, or you're or you're getting the depth you're going to need because you never know where the injuries are going to hit. So this has to be constantly updated because the rosters constantly change. It, it, but it's. It, it, I disagree in this situation because your your weakest link. If it's like the bear, I don't have to be faster than the bear. I got to be faster, faster than, than you. you right. If my weakest link is better than your strongest link, then I'm pretty good. And and we can go. It's what January nineteenth. Well, uh, August or uh, July twenty fifth is when I don't know when they're going to have the conference media day. But I guarantee you, Utah's going to be picked to win the South. <laughs> so it's not. <laughs> the rosters can change a thousand times over. But the prediction today is going to be borne out when they release it the morning of July, whatever. That's just the way it's going to be, man. Utah's going to. This is like going in to the 2019 season. We knew that the Utes were going to be picked first. And I think they received, like, there's 36 votes, and they had 33, 34 of them. There was, like, two or three who didn't vote for them. Homers. They over, oh, I don't remember who they were. They never released them. I, I don't have a vote. Uh, I didn't grow up in the writing. If you grow up in the writing aspect and you, you have a newspaper attached to you, you're you're given inordinately great amounts more respect than if you come up through the electronic. I mean, it's just the way it is. So I didn't come up through the Pac-12 in the elect- in the print like I did in the Mountain West. I mean, I was a big boy in the Mountain West, and in the Pac-12, I'm back to being a nobody uh, from the conference office perspective because I did grow up from the newspaper perspective. And they, they, they just, you, you, you can see it in the seating charts. These dot-com people who are just, they might as well wear cheerleading outfits, some of them, not all of them. In the press box, and you can see they're sitting uh, midfield, and I'm way up back in a corner <laughs> because they don't attach a, a newspaper to me or now a website. Even though I don't know if you guys knew, but I wrote a piece last month for KSL. Like I'm that 300,000 page views, buck 75 a page view. Gosh, yeah, we're in negotiations. You, uh, you, you. After you just said that in the prior segment. I called Drew Rosenhaus and I said I want to renegotiate or I'm walking. And he said oh, he'll get on. He'll get on that. Drew so, Rosenhaus. <laughs> yeah, he's the first agent that came to mind. I don't know who else is out there. Uh, 
It's so, got Boris on the line. Come on now. I thought he's just baseball. Is he? Does he do? Uh, he's does a, he do? He's a great negotiator. I think. Yeah, we heard that, but I thought he was just strictly baseball. He does Am I wrong on baseball, that? Yeah. That's where it seems like he's gained his fame, is having guys hold out or make the maximum. He's got Carlos Correa from the Astros oh, did he? sign with him. Yeah. yeah, and he's a free agent, right? Yeah. When so. he finds out you're a buck seventy five a page youth, things are going to change. He'll call me. Oh yeah, he'll be interested. Whoa, I got to get into this. So when we get to that point in uh, July, I think the youths are going to be the favorite, and and some of it is by default. The the division. Uh, you it's can not argue, good. yeah, but you can argue that it's better. Although the hammer, man, he's got the Sun Devils fifth. Man, when we get our three victories this year, you're, I'm sorry, Sniggs, but you're going to have to allow me to uh, boast. I will. I know you don't like that. That's the weirdest take you have. I don't. But I yet it's that. true. No, it really isn't. <laughs> My instinct screams, and they've never let me down, and not let me down now. Uh, that. And fifth behind Arizona. Arizona's made tremendous progress off the field. The problem with that is got to make some progress on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so we shall see about that. But the Utes, man, are they building a dynasty? Because you got to throw out last year, right? I think we do. So that would be freaking four in a row. Uh, Utah runs the South. Four in a row when they had normal season. seasons, yeah. traditional seasons, full seasons, probably the best way to describe it. You're right. Uh, yeah. Four in a row. There's something to be said for that. How many times has that happened in the North? Uh, I think Oregon and Stanford have passed it back and forth, so I don't, right. I don't think it's happened. Right. Yeah, I'd have to double check myself. Washington jumped in there. They did, yeah. They've had a – because they got in the playoff on 16 – yeah. 16 season, I think it was. Uh, so, yeah, four in a row. Man, take that, Lincoln Riley. <laughs> well, he's anointed as this new savior, you know, so naturally I'm going to go against it. Yes, he is. Uh, he's definitely. And, and honestly, that's the that's the one reason that the Utes wouldn't be picked first. No, it's Lincoln Riley. It's USC. I'll vote him first. You can't pick a team that won four games last year. to win the division, and you lose both your quarterbacks? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right? Now, with Williams, if he ends up committing, he hasn't yet. And I mean, everybody says all signs point to it. That's a nice substitute. He may be better than both of those guys. Oregon's won three in a row. They are going for four in a row, whereas the youth yeah. are going for four uh, and five. Now, you, you're counting. I'm looking the, at it now. But, right, but the, you're the counting. The short season. The short season, yes. And they didn't win the short season. They Washington won it. They finished second. So they didn't win it, so you can't count four in a row. Four straight conference title game appearances. Over one is the second place team. <laughs> they were four and three. That is such a weird year to explain. I can't wait till we're far enough away from it that we don't have to explain well, it. Well, I eliminate it. <laughs> You know, BYU, you can count it if you played a number of games, but these teams that played, in some cases, four games, and they played a game uh, after not playing for three weeks, and the team that they played played two or three games in between. Come on. Washington did two out of three, and Stanford did three out of four. So the Utes three out of four is as good as it gets, because in the South, people just passed it around it's not in the north it's not three out of four it's four in a row if they get it get out of town get out of town how come i have to get out of town and you get to leave the market your sound because better. you're you're you end beloved. up you end up in a windover either way but you're beloved well, Evanston, no, you, can go, hello. You, can to, you can go to magna i mean i'm talking salt lake city you're beloved i'm hated there's a difference <laughs> Yours is Locke says you're everybody's buddy. Well, Locke's the one who wrote the promo that made up the lie, so there you go. It's not a lie. Everybody <laughs> thinks you're their buddy, man. Because Locke dude. brainwashed him with a promo. No, you're a TV guy. TV guy's popularity matters a great deal. It does. You have to be loved. Otherwise, you're out. Yeah. I mean, it's Fire just a way. And I don't, I don't blame you. You're supposed to root, root, root for the home team and act like you care. It's a, everybody does what they do to keep their jobs. It's like we listen to these announcers and somebody's, oh, he's such a homer, she's such a homer. 
Because that's what they're paid to do. (laughs) (laughs) What do you expect? (laughs) They're paid to cheerlead. Well, when you put it like that. (laughs) Well, if they came on and saying, my gosh, Mitchell, that's your sought selection sucked (laughs) on that possession. What were you thinking? You're gone. How'd that be? How'd that be for the hot take yesterday? Donovan played the second half like he had a concussion, and then the news comes out. Oh, huh? Who knew? Well, yeah, I don't know to what level. I don't make light of concussions. I don't think I've ever had one. Maybe I have. I don't know. Uh, but I, I had one, and I was the last person who should have been deciding. It was clear to everyone else. So after a car wreck, and cops are like, "You want us to call you an ambulance, and or you got someone who can take you to the hospital?" No, I'm fine. Okay, well, we're going to have to tow your car, so, you know, call someone to come pick you up. And my wife comes and picks me up, and, and uh, oh, do you want to go to the hospital? No, I'm fine. Why were they all deferring to me? I was the last person who should have been making that decision. I remember it. I held a vigil. It was in you the did. early days, and I thought, am I going to lose him? You did. He's my ticket to the big time. I, I think Fox called me. Somebody called me. Yeah, I think it was Jeremy. I think Jeremy called you. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you, I think you were at the uh, BYU Utah game uh, down in Provo, where Utah came from twenty down, or BYU came from twenty down to to beat Utah at a point when BYU wasn't beating Utah very often. And I don't remember. I left the arena immediately. You did not. And rushed to your bedside. You did not. I did too. They wouldn't let me in. Didn't have a bedside. Eventually, I'm like, I think I have a concussion. I should go to the. There hospital. were some family issues, <laughs> and I, I think you know uh, the COVID situation. They wouldn't let me in. So the COVID situation is like 2002. I just held a vigil in the parking lot. One dude, one candle. I needed you back. And through the grace of you know who, you're back. There it is. (laughs) So my Utes, they got a dynasty going on, man. How do you say not? If four in a row. And you've got the mighty USC Trojans in your division, and you've just treated them like they're second-rate? Yeah, you second-rate USC Trojans. <laughs> we'll probably be back to being first-rate pretty quick. Shane says when your division is crappy and your conferences are irreverent, he says. <laughs> irreverent? Win- yeah, I-R-R-E-V-E-R-E-N-T. <laughs> the Pac-12, hilariously irreverent. All the reviews. The Pac-12. Watch us tonight at 8.30 Mountain, 7.30 Pacific. Hilariously irreverent. If you're going to make fun of something, you have to have the right words. (laughs) Ideally. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Obviously, he meant irrelevant. Uh, Brady, Utah's emerging emerging as the face of the Pac-12. The face of the Pac-12, U of U football. How the crap about that? (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is by John Wilner, the hammer. Uh And in the interest of full reporting on November 25th, he did report if Kyle Whittingham, I'm reading this, wins the Pac-12, he will retire after the Rose Bowl. Maybe like... Uh, a couple years after the Rose Bowl. Well, he basically, (laughs) we don't know if he's right or wrong. It looks like he's wrong. But really, until the kickoff against Florida, he has the opportunity to be right. (laughs) Right? You'll have the tweet written. You're wrong, Wilma! But don't press send until they kick off in the swamp. Yeah, I don't know who's receiving or who's going. Kyle's coming out for pregame warm-ups. Don't hit send yet. It's too right. early. Right, it is. It's too early. Right. Do you, get, do you get a knock on that? Does that downgrade? I mean, he boldly said he will, not he might. Oh, I've you're learned. showing your age. You're going old school here, PK. Back in the day. I've learned never to say that. People get to change their mind. Whatever you heard, maybe it was true at the time, but people get to change their mind. Or you just got it wrong. Somebody See, I told don't you think something. that he ever said he was going to retire. I don't think he ever said it either. No, I'm not talking publicly. I'm talking privately. I don't think he's he told somebody... That told, I'm, he told I'm, Chris, wasn't it Chris Camerani? He told that he's got a plan. And that was... 
three years ago, four years oh, ago, that Chris wrote that. A, I know he's got yeah. a plan. But that's something that he said, like, to a reporter on the record. Yeah. Yeah. I believe I've got the date, and but I'm going to let him decide. I mean, he, he's going to break that publicly, not me. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's... When he turned 50, he was adamant he wouldn't be doing this when he was 60. People get to change their mind. I don't remember that. I do. <laughs> it was but, right I mean, to my he, face. But, right, but I know. But I'm not saying that <clears throat> you're wrong. I'm just saying I personally don't remember that. Uh, because that's going back 12 years. Forget about it. I can go back 30 years, but going back 12, it's kind of a hazy time. <laughs> uh, and there's a lot of reasons why I don't re- want to remember 12 years ago. Uh, but when you report that, he will retire, and then it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. Does that lessen your credibility? Legitimate question. Only with the people who remember that you wrote it. Well, yeah, but right now, you all, all you got to do is just... Uh, Click on it, but most people you don't. You can type in. Yeah. And, and to it his comes credit, right he up. hasn't deleted it or vaporized it. Well, you can't. Once it's published, it's published. Oh, okay. So you're not finding it in his archive? Because you mean? can delete it out of your archive, but to your point, it will live on elsewhere. Well, okay, I just typed it in this morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, because I knew I was going to bring it up, and it came up on MSN.com. He has no control over that. Nope, he does not. I don't even know what is MSN.com. I don't even know what it is. It's. uh, I mean, I know I've looked at the website before, but I don't know what it stands for. uh, I think it's Microsoft and NBC have a joint joint website. Okay. A partnership. But, yeah, so you put something out there, you can't – you can't erase it like that uh, that movie uh, Absence of Malice when she she woke up and there was something negative in the paper about her and it shows her running through the neighborhood in the morning picking up her neighbor's papers. <laughs> do you oh, remember yeah. that scene? I do remember that scene. That was heartbreaking. <laughs> that was really not good. I don't even remember what the circumstances uh, I, were. I do. I can tell you that was just not that was not good. I just remember her it was scampering a, through it was a, lawns. It was a, hey, Paul Newman movie. All right, I'll go see a Paul Newman movie. Sure, great. It was pretty deep, wasn't it? If I remember. Yeah, it was, and and it was good. It was it was good. It was a well done movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that character, yeah, that character was tortured. They they made you like early on, and then you're like, ah. Shouldn't wasn't it the mom in Christmas her. Story? Yes, yes, it was. That was the same. Yes, you're right. Same actor. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, The Zone. Jazz and the Rockets coming up tonight. We got more NBA. We got more college football on the way. Stay with us. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 12.80, The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. Are they a good team? Absolutely. Are they a team that's going to be a top four team in the West? Absolutely. Are they a team that I expect to win a series or two in the NBA playoffs? Absolutely. Is this a team that I have any level of expectations to challenge for an NBA title right now? No, I do not. Not to say that this team is currently constituted can't get there, but I think that if they are going to challenge for a title, then they're going to have to do something at trade deadline to find a piece or two to get them over the top. I can still see the Jazz post-All-Star break. I can see this team... Going on a 9, 10, 12 game winning streak. I could still see this team as a Western Conference Finals team. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by KSLSports.com. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Bill Bar. Whether it's double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, cherry barcia, or salted caramel. Enjoy Bill Bar. 100% real chocolate, 100% real delicious. Order yours today at Built.com. Save 10% off your order using the promo code ZONE at checkout. That's Built Bar. All right, we got people weighing in on multiple questions today. You really had to do this, didn't you, PK? Do what? I love that tone. Say that again. Do what? You sound like like the fourth grader who's busted. Who, me? Who, me? Is this how you talk to your mom, your dad, the nuns at school? Who, me? I never did anything wrong, so I never had to talk that way. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Never. PK, the second second perfect kid. (laughs) I wasn't perfect. I don't think there's. I think there's a difference between never doing anything wrong and being perfect. 
doesn't mean I always did something right. <laughs> Sometimes you're just sitting under a tree doing nothing. Yeah. When the apple fell and you realized, aha, gravity. Large portion of my life has been spent daydreaming. Bad news. Our loyal, most kind friend. Man, you really had to lay it on thick, didn't you? <laughs> Bad news. Our loyal, most kind friend. Who talks like that? You do. Well, now that I have to read what you wrote, our loyal, most kind friend, David James, did not win Utah Sportscaster of the Year. Greg Rubel did. Do you share our outrage? I do. As I thought about it, you know, you've had a safety valve the last decade and a half. Well, I got bleep canned in March. (laughs) Safety valve, man. I'm Eric Kramer, just throwing flare passes to Barry Sanders. Make me look good. Give me some passing yardage. (laughs) <laughs> I can't tell you the thousands of... I think I had over 300,000 people say, how come you're no longer on Channel 2? I said, I got bleep canned. And, and every one of them clicked on your last story and read it. That's awesome. 300,000, what a number. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that is... Uh, you've had to persevere. And I think you had your best year. I think you should have been the runaway leader. And you should have won going away. <laughs> And I'm shocked that you didn't get it done. Fritz says, end of a dynasty. No, 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 no. Tom Brady didn't win every Super Bowl. (laughs) Just when you thought he was out, he found found a way to get back in. Just seven of them. And and won some more in the most improbable. Down, what, 28-3? Mm-hmm. Down the team... Two yards away from going in for the winning score. Picked at the goal line. No reason to hand it to that awesome running back standing over there. Yeah. And so those are two improbable wins just off the top of my head. Now he had an improbable loss there with uh, Manning to Tyree catching him off the helmet. And so I guess that stuff evens out a little bit. Had a couple of last second field goals in the early days. Yeah. And the tuck rule uh, got him. Just to get there to advance yeah. and I remember sitting in a hotel I'll never forget that it's weird how you associate things with other things sitting in a hotel in Colorado Springs after I can't remember was it Utah or BYU Air Force game went and got some food came back to the room and turned on that game NFL playoffs and watched the tuck play it's funny how I remember where I was <laughs> Yep, I don't even remember what year. I'm sure you could recite the year off the top of your head, but I, I really, I really couldn't. I mean, it's in that o two, o three, o four, somewhere back uh, in there, but I don't know exactly. But I remember sitting in a residence inn and had a little coffee table in front of me, and I was on a watchdog credit card, so I ordered up a bunch of food. That a kid <laughs> get the calories now while someone else is paying for them. Would you like more? Yes. Yes. And uh, brought the food, and I had it. And I had my my whole evening planned out. <laughs> Life's boring on the road. I mean, you it talk does, about Joe Ingles was talking about it, how bored he gets. And you know, If you're not in there. a town where you know somebody, yeah, yeah, yes. everything slows down real quick. So I had, there was a day game, and I, and I had a place. I'd been there a million times, and I knew where I was going to go. And then I was going to bring the food back, and I was going to sit and turn on NFL football in the playoffs in January. And that's exactly what happened, and that tuck thing happened while I was sitting right there. And I remember it like it was yesterday, and we're going back 15-plus years. So, yeah, you'll be back. And the classy manner in which you handled this was just so awesome. That was what the best part was. Congratulate the winner right off the bat. You know, no bitterness outwardly. I know inwardly you're burning. On fire! Yeah. But uh, just the way you've handled it. And then I I was texting Jay Drew because he won it. I said, you know, I've never won it. Never won it. Never won it. I don't even think I've been nominated. I never freaking won it. And he said, uh, uh, you must not have buttered up the right people. LOL. That means <laughs> laugh out loud. <laughs> he told me that uh, Anastasi, when he used to be the sports editor, he had people sign up from the Tribune so they could vote for whoever the Tribune nominee was. Oh, really? (laughs) I don't. You always ask me who has the votes, and I don't know who has the votes. Well, they did. Do they still? 
Uh, Jay says he has no idea how it's picked these days. Yeah. And I don't either. Clowkey must know because he's the one who always is the newsbreaker. Uh, so if you're listening, he can he can advise you as to uh, who it is. Uh, but I've never won it. I mean, you're what? It's like an eight-time winner? No, two. Two, he humbly says. <laughs> you got an Eddie Haskell-type laugh going there. I realize only three people know who Eddie Haskell is, but Who's nonetheless. Eddie, refresh me. Who is he? He was uh, on Leave it to Beaver. He was Wally's friend who was really nice in front of the parents and then uh, a total weasel as soon as they were out of the room. Oh, he's devious? Big time. Okay. <laughs> I don't recall watching the show. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, you're, you're so what? You're a five-time winner, you say? <laughs> Stop it. What'd you say? I forgot. Two. 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 What'd you do those years to win it? Why'd you think you won it those years? No idea. <laughs> In all seriousness, it's all a blur. <laughs> well, well, yeah, when you win so many awards, of course. Even in your humility, your humility, you're braggadocious. <laughs> it's all a blur. I can't remember them all. Now, all if, the I years ever, are a blur. if I ever won one, you'd know I what you did? I would know exactly. Didn't Let's see. Magic happens. No. You let down 9 million Mormons. Yeah. No. Do you really want me to go into it? No. Kevin, uh, tackled a bear for 10 years and wrestled with him every day from October to March. Not, Did the, I jazz win? Bear, not no. the jazz bear people. No, I'm talking a live bear. <laughs> a white bear. <laughs> In a sweater. In a sweater, yes, exactly. <laughs> Who talks like he's Canadian. Oh, brother. <laughs> So you're my link to big time. You're a legend in this community. I mean, there's just no doubt about it. And you're you're already in the Hall of Fame. I'm not, I'm not in nobody's Hall of Fame. I'm not even in the Hall of Fame in my own house, let alone out in the community. Fritz says, end of a dynasty. Ryan says, keep him humble. Nancy says, who's Greg Rubel? And Jeff says, it should have been PK. <sighs> not me, not me, no. I haven't done anything. <laughs> No. I mean, I got fired. How can he? I lost my job. How can I be doing it? DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We promised more college football. We will get to that. Got the Jazz and the Rockets tonight. Mike Smith, Jazz analyst for AT&T Sportsnet, is going to join us coming up at 8.30. And next, we're going to build on the question we were just talking about, about the uh, Pac-12 South and where do the Utes rank, and the question that we can't ask now, but we will absolutely ask in 12 months, and we are looking forward to that. We'll tell you all about it next. Stay with us.